Well, it's 12 midnight, and we are ready to start the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be here for the next hour taking your calls, talking about the Bible. I'm so glad you took the time to tune in and to listen to the program tonight. Welcome. But uh, the first thing we want to do, really, is pray. We want to seek the Lord. We are a live program here, and we just need, we need the power of God, don't we? Don't we need the power of God, especially in this time right now that we're going through with coronavirus and with all the shutdowns and the, 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 the pauses again? We need the Lord. We need you, Lord, so much, Father. So we come before you, Lord, right now. Each one of us is taking a moment right now, Lord, in our homes, in our cars, in front of our uh, smartphones and PCs and However, we're listening to this. Listening to this program, Lord, we're taking a moment right now to say, "Father, we need you, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you so desperately, Lord. We're seeking you, Lord. Thank you for this hour. Thank you for this time that we have together, Lord, on the radio. Thank you for the for the opportunity, Lord, to pray, to seek you, to call in. And I ask, Lord, that you'd bestow your blessings upon each and every listener tonight. Everyone who's listening, Lord, I just pray, Lord, for an experience, a blessing, that there would be a release of power and strength and health in each and every life. Lord, I pray, Holy Spirit, again, take over and lead us for this next hour in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program here in studio, and our purpose, our mission here is to be a resource for you, a resource to reach out to the Lord, a, a, a place of, of prayer. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer tonight, if there's something going on that you need the power of God to change your circumstances, I invite you to call in tonight. And I'd like to pray. I'd like the opportunity, the privilege of praying with you, praying for you. The number is 888 995 5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. Yes, if you call that number right now, somebody will answer and put you through live on the radio, and we will pray for your prayer requests. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. You've got an hour, a little less than an hour, to call in with your prayer requests. The number is 888-995-5552. And you know, we have the assurance of Scripture that tells us that Jesus is in, in heaven right now praying for you, praying for your needs. He knows your, your, your situation. He knows what problems you're going through right now. And the Bible tells us that he is our great high priest. You know, a priest prays for the people. A priest speaks to God on behalf of the people. And we have a great high priest in heaven right now who represents us unto the Lord. And it says, therefore, and this is in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, 4, 14. Therefore, since we have such a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who has been tempted in all things, just as we are, yet he is without sin. So therefore, let us draw near with confidence to the throne of grace, 
so that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We are in such a time of need, but there is a throne of grace available to every Christian, available to everyone who confesses the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior, as Lord. So if you need prayer, come to the grace of to the to the to the grace I'm sorry to the throne of grace but you come through prayer so let's pray let's seek the lord together numbers 8889955552 that's 8889955552 for the live on your calls for your prayers and for your Bible questions if you have a bible question if you have a question about christianity about church about Doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever question is on your mind tonight, whatever you need an answer to, I'd like the opportunity, the privilege to help you find that answer because the answer is in the Word of God. The answer is in the Bible. So if you have a Bible question, a question about Christianity, doctrine, theology, the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever is on your mind tonight, call in and we will search the Scriptures. We will give you... Not our opinion. Well, you might get our opinion. I don't know. But what we want, what I want to give you is Scripture. I want to give you the Word of God. I want to give you the answer to your question out of the Bible. So if you've got a question, if you've got a prayer request, I invite you to call in. And uh, something that's been on my mind uh, the last couple, you know, today is this uh, Supreme Court ruling. If you heard about it, if you know about it, if you've got an opinion about it, I'd like to hear what you think about the Supreme Court ruling today that denied a Nevada church the ability to have more than 50 people in church, but allows casinos to, to operate at, at 50% of their capacity. So you get that? You can play cards, you can throw dice, uh, but you can't pray and you can't sing in church. I mean... The ruling was you you can only have 50 people in church. The most people you can have in church is 50. But casinos can operate at 50% of their capacity. So if, if their capacity is 500 people, they can have 250. But if a, a church's capacity is 500, they can only have 50. So what's your, what's your thoughts? What's your thoughts about today's Supreme Court ruling denying the church uh, to have more than 50 people? I mean, in California here, we can't even have church. We can't have church inside. We can't have uh, indoor church. So, you know, we just can't. Uh, A lot of churches are having outside services. I know know that uh, Bayless Conley over at Cottonwood, is having a church uh, church service in the parking lot. Pastor Steve Wilburn at Core Church is having a 6.30 service in the parking lot. Uh, Pastor Steve Johnson tomorrow is having, uh, uh, as far as I know, he's having services again in, in outside in the parking lot because we are not allowed to have services inside. We are denied the right to, uh, to have services inside because of uh, the ongoing uh, shutdown for coronavirus. So what do you think? Number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. 
for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in. We want to stand in the gap. We want to pray for those who are in need. We want to pray for our loved ones. We want to pray for our family. Uh, we want to pray for our, our children, our grandchildren. Call in the number is 888-995-5552. We also want to pray for um, some people that I have on my list. We want to pray for Minnie Mitchell. Thank God he's home from the hospital from cancer surgery, but he's going to begin uh, radiation uh, uh, probably in the next coming week or so. We want to pray for Frankie Longos for healing. We want to pray for Dinah Mitchell in Houston also for healing. Uh, We want to pray for Mimi, uh, who's having some health issues, and Jerry Thermos for uh, salvation. Uh, We want to pray for Patricia, who's also having some health issues. We want to pray for Jeremiah uh, and his mom, Helen, and uh, their issues that uh, that they're asking the Lord to to change. And we want to pray for an end to this coronavirus, a, a, a vaccine, a therapy, something that will get us through this, this this situation with coronavirus, that we would be finished with all of this shutdown, with all, that we can get back to work and back to church and back to living the way God wants us to live. And of course, we want to pray for our Supreme Court and that the Lord would make a change in this ruling, that the Lord would allow churches to operate again at full capacity. So Father, we come before you, Mokodot, Coming before you, Lord, to seek grace, mercy, and help in time of need. Your word tells us we can come before you. Your word tells us we can seek you. And if we seek you with all our heart, that we will find you. That we will find you, Lord. And Lord, I just feel led right now to pray for repentance for this country. Repentance, Lord. Lord, to come back to you. That there would be an outcry from this, from this country. Of, of, of asking for forgiveness and coming back to the God who loves us. Lord, I pray for a revival in this country, a revival of repentance, and that we would truly seek you with all our heart as a country, as a people. And Lord, I pray, Lord, for all of these requests. I pray for, for many, Mugodel, for Frankie. I pray for Dinah, for Mimi, for this man, Jerry, I pray for Patricia, Lord. I pray for Jeremiah. I pray that you would make a change in their lives, that you would bless them above blessings, Lord, that the power of God would be released upon them and that they would enjoy the blessing of a mighty and awesome God. I pray for an end to this coronavirus. I pray for all those who are sick with coronavirus, who the positive uh, uh, results from tests, Lord. I pray, Lord, for health and, re- and, and recovery, I pray for the Supreme Court that there would be godly wisdom bestowed upon these members of the court, that they would make rulings in accordance, Lord, with your will, your purpose, and your plan. I pray in Jesus' name, Lord. Amen. 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 Well, we've had some listeners uh, calling and waiting online, and I guess a couple of them hung up. I just want to invite you to call back, and we're going to start taking calls right now. So call back, and we'll put you right through. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 
995-5552 for the live on air calls and the two callers that hung up please call call back and we'll get to your calls right away so again if you need prayer you know somebody needs prayer the number is 888-995-5552 that's 888-995-5552 let's go to our first caller and talk to henry hi henry you're on the gypsy christian hour Hi, good, uh, well, good morning at this point, 1213. Yeah, good morning. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, it's such an honor to be on the show, and as I was driving right now, um, I had a recent experience uh, where, you know, I let go of my faith, and um, I I got duped by one of the devil's deceptions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very big pro- pro- proponent of spiritual warfare prayers. It's a big part of my life. Ephesians right. 6 is a very big part of my life. And, you know, I'm one of those guys that walked around before thinking that the devil wasn't real. And I don't want to give the devil uh, too much credit, but um, because obviously Almighty God is, is, you know, king of all kings. And um, I went through a really bad situation. You know, I, I'm in recovery for addictions and um, I was in a really toxic relationship. And I mean, it's just amazing how he deceived me. into. Well, I allowed myself to get deceived into a really bad situation. And, mm-hmm. Um, now that I've been out of it, I've reconnected to my faith and, um, very, very strong in my prayer. Just, just today, you know, to, for me to be able to stay strong in my faith, because if when I'm in my faith, I'm not, I'm not strong for my family. I'm not strong for my community. I'm not strong for myself. Right. I think. I think we've got a bad connection with Henry. I, I don't know if we lost him. Um, well, I'm gonna let's pray for let's pray for Henry. It sounded like he needs like he wants prayer as uh, as for spiritual guidance and for spiritual strength and spiritual warfare. So, Father Lord, I thank you for Henry. I thank you for his desire to to seek you. I thank you for his desire to know you. I thank you for his desire to be in recovery. Lord, I thank you for his desire to be in spiritual warfare because Satan is an adversary to us. Lord, you've never lost a battle to Satan. You've won every battle. You've never lost a battle at all. But to us, Lord, he is an adversary. But greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. So I pray, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would bless in Jesus' name. Give strength, give power, give spiritual power, Lord. In Jesus' name, Lord. We thank you and we praise you. Amen. Amen. Let's go back to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Chris. Hi, Chris. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, how are you doing this evening? Or this morning, I guess. Doing well, Chris. How are you doing? I'd like to say I'm doing great, but I'm not. Um, I have a couple things, and you already prayed for one of the things on my heart. I had a personal prayer request, but I also had a prayer request for the state of California Mm. and uh, for America in general. And, uh, you know, you got me choked up about it because I really think that we've been blessed live here and uh i just see things going a a tough way right and uh 
you know? I'm really broken up about it. But that also brings me to my personal prayer request was, you know, I live in Los Angeles, and I've been here for 15 years, and uh, lately I'm just feeling like it's time to go. You know, I'm seeing the warning signs, Mm -hmm. and so I just was going to ask for uh, you to help me pray for clarity, for God to give me a clear, a clear, I guess, vision or some kind of some kind of answer, some kind of peace within my heart so that I know where I should go or if I should stay and what for, you know. I want to be a, a better Christian, and so I feel like for all of us living in Southern California, we're all so separated, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't even know which of your neighbors are Christians or not, and that's not necessarily a good or bad thing, but I guess in the end, I just feel very alone out here and i think i'm not alone i think there's a lot of other believers that feel alone well, well are you a part of a, and, uh, are you part of a church chris do you go to church or are you part of a community? i am part of a church but right now we can only meet online right you know and my pastor i go to rocky peak church mm-hmm. in uh, thousand oaks and pastor mike yearly is amazing it's really really been uh nourishing for my soul but at the same time you know, you got the state of California cracking down and saying you can't sing in church. Right. You know what? You can't worship in church? Yep. And <laughs> the know? Supreme Court it's ruling God really God. really put a damper on everything today, uh, telling it us is. that you can't have, have more than 50 people in church while casinos are, 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 are able to uh, operate at 50% of their capacity. It's unbelievable. But I, I hear what you're saying. I, I hear what you're saying, and, you know, we're, 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 we're living in a very... A leftist uh, state, you know, and uh, it's getting really tough to live here. I love California. I was born and raised here in California. Uh, I've been here all my life. I, I, I wouldn't want to live anywhere else, but you know, I, I I I can't say it hasn't crossed my mind because because of the, the condition of our state and we see what's going on. So yeah, you're right. We need to pray, and let's let's pray right now. So Paul, I, I pray for Chris, Lord. I pray, Lord, for your for coming to your throne of grace. I pray about coming to your throne of grace, Lord, to find strength and power and mercy, and most of all for Chris wisdom, a leading, a guidance. Lord, you said in your word that we should come to you and say, If it's your will, we will do such and such. So Father, I pray for Chris that you would reveal your will for his life for your purpose and your plan for him, Lord, whether it be to stay in California or whether it be to move on and go somewhere else, wherever else, whatever opportunities you have for him, Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would reveal them to him, Lord, through your word, through circumstance, through speaking to his heart, however, Lord. But I pray, Lord, a leading and a guidance. You said in James that if anyone lacks wisdom, we can come to you, Lord, and you give freely. So we pray, Lord, for that wisdom. We pray for that guidance in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray for that for everyone, not only in our country, but around the world. Around the we world. Brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Killed around the world today. So let's keep them in our hearts. Thank you so much. God bless you, Chris. Your time. God bless. God bless you. Have a good night. You too. Well, we have an interesting question from Victoria. She asks Was the Bible written for the saved? people or for the unsaved people well victoria i would i would answer that uh with scripture uh 
you know, uh, that in, in Corinthians, first or second Corinthians, it says that all these things were written down for us, for Christians, that we would learn from other from other people's mistakes, examples, and the history of of, of other of, of these things that happened before. So yes, it was written for saved people, but it was also written for the lost, even more so for the lost. I mean, you have four books uh, of the New Testament called the Gospels that were written to save to, to to tell people the good news of salvation, to introduce us to the salvation of Jesus Christ. And John tells us that all these things were written so that we might believe, so that people might believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Victoria, it's not an either-or answer. It's both. The Bible was written for the unsaved in order to be saved, and it was also written for the saved to encourage them to continue in their salvation. How much of the, the, the New Testament is written to Christians, encouraging Christians not to give up, not to, to, to fall back, but to carry on, to continue, to fight the good fight, to finish the race. So, yeah, the Bible was written for the unsaved and for the saved. It was written for all humanity, all of mankind. It is our all-sufficient authority for living this life upon this earth in order that we might be with Jesus Christ, that we might be with God in eternity. Amen? I hope that helps you. I hope that answers your question. If not, you can call in. We can talk. Number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, if you have a question, a comment, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in. The number is 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Hector. Hi, Hector. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, how are you? Good night. Thank you for answering my call and uh, giving me this opportunity. I just want to say that, uh, you know, all these things are happening right now, and um, I came to my mind. I was driving home from work, and uh, when Jesus was tempted at the by, by the devil, mm-hmm. he was not surprised. He was not surprised when the devil told him, you know, I give you all the kingdoms of the world. He was not surprised whatsoever. Right. And I, why Why we are, as Christians, when we see all this happening, why are we surprised? If we know this is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is in somewhere else. He's here to guide us to be with Him. Amen. So, you know, if you you're... Know, I to... Go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, if you are an informed Christian, if you are a Bible-reading Christian, then you are not surprised at what's going on. You know, this did not take God by surprise. Coronavirus came out of nowhere. I mean, back in March, you know, we did not know what, we'd never heard coronavirus, shelter in place, uh, COVID-19, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, the distancing uh Staying six feet away from each other—all these phrases, all these things—we never, we never even considered before, and it took us all by surprise. But God knew it was coming. God prepared yeah, for God it. Knew. God you knew. Know, and God, you know, and I tell people, I, I, you know, I, I, I don't know why. I, I know why. I always been guided to serve God, and I always walk away for some reason. I, I don't read the Bible. I, sh- I should. Mm. But uh, I, 
God told me people to encourage every day, every day, and I, I do it gladly. And the other day I was I was encouraged someone, and uh, I I Google how many times in the Bible say fear not, be brave. Right. And it say two hundred sixty five times. Mm-hmm. He never say it was easy. It's gonna be easier. No. For no one, it, it's not easy. But he say be strong because I'm gonna be with you. Right. That's for for the people that that listen right now. He's he's here with us. Even in this tough time, he's here, and he's he's listening, and he's waiting for us to say, "God, forgive me." Amen. So I'm here for you. Let me serve you. Amen. And that's a purpose. That's a reason. And I I encourage everyone. Come on, he's here. Just talk to him. Right. He's listening. Amen. And he's, he's he's the only he's the only way. That's it. Amen. And I agree with you. I'm so thankful for your for your call, for your comments. Uh, you know, something I shared uh, at the beginning of, of this coronavirus thing is what are you, what, the topic was, what are you waiting for? The, the, the sermon, what are we waiting for to get right before God? What else do we need to see? What else do we need to know? What else does God need to do in order for to, to wake up this country, to wake up uh, uh, people, to wake up Christians, to start following Amen. God more fervently. You know, the Bible tells us we need to be alert. We need to be ready. We need to be, you know, ready to give an answer for those who ask us a question, ready to, to show our faith, ready to speak up for the Lord, ready to serve Him and follow Him in obedience. What are we waiting for? We need a revival, a revival of repentance in this country. Amen? Amen, brother. Thank you very much, and God bless you. For God, bless you. you God bless you, Hector. Thanks for calling. Let's go to our next caller and talk to, I think it's Burin. Hi, is this Burin? Is that your... Hi, how are you? Hi, how do you pronounce your name? B-U-R-E-N. Bur- Burin. 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 Okay, how can we help you tonight, Burin? What's going on? Yeah, well, I don't mean to piggyback on your uh, previous caller, but it's getting really difficult, you know, living in California. Oh, yeah. Because... Uh, there's uh, so many people that hate this country, and they hate the president, and they hate mm-hmm. Christians, and there's hateful people at work, at church, everywhere yeah. you go, and uh, and I I feel it too because it's like everything you do, there's people that uh, out of their hate they want to sabotage everything you do. Mm-hmm. So it's just getting really difficult. So I just need, uh, you know, a lot of persecution. Well, Buren, I I want you to take comfort in the words of Christ. And he says, if they hated me, they will hate you. Blessed are you when you suffer persecution for my namesake. You know, God bless you for being a Christian and being willing to suffer because of Christ. Jesus blesses you. He encourages you. And he's telling you, they're not, gonna, they're not hating you more than they hated me. You know, and it's, it's, it, it might not, it doesn't feel good, but it's worth it to be on Christ's side, to be on the, the side of a living God. You know, these persecutions will not last forever. Uh, hatred will not, you know, Love overcomes hatred. It really does. You know, when you show people love, uh, and, and they're, if they're hating you and you show them love, 
you know, they have no reply for that. They, they, they can't react to that because it, love overcomes evil. Love overcomes hatred. So I encourage you to continue with Christ, continue in his love, continue loving the people that hate you, blessing those who persecute you. Yeah, it's tough to live in, in, in California because this is such a, uh, a, a liberal leftist state. You know, this is a, this is a blue state. And, you know, we, we, we have to deal with that. But that's okay because we can stand for Christ. And we can tell people, even though they hate us, that there is a God in heaven who loves them and that we love them uh, because they are uh, made in the image of God. And that's what makes everybody, every human being so valuable, that we are all made in the image of God, created to serve him and to love him, even though some don't choose to love Christ. So, does that help at all, Buren? Yes. Well, let's pray. Father, I pray for Buren. I pray, Lord, for for his uh, continued uh, desire to serve you, even in the midst of hatred, even in the midst of, 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 of frustration and persecution, Lord, you encourage us always to continue living for you, living for Christ, living for the, 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 the righteousness of Christ and the statutes and the ordinances that you have, that you have revealed. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that you would bless Buren, bless him in such a powerful way, Lord, that he would be bold in proclaiming your love, your grace, your mercy, your truth, and that you would protect him, Lord, from evil, protect him from those who would want to do him harm. Lord, I just pray a hedge of protection, an army of angels, Lord, around Buren. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your encouragement for all of us, and especially for Buren, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you, my friend. Keep up. Keep, keep walking with the Lord and continue with him, and he will bless. God bless. Okay. Thank Amen. you. Bye. Let's go back to the phone lines, and let's talk to Patricia. Hi, Patricia. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. Thank you for taking my call. God bless you, and I really appreciate your program. Thank you. Um, I just need prayer. I'm, I'm finding it hard to trust God in the midst of all the evil that surrounds me. I live in a disabled building, mm-hmm. and all kind of things go on, and nobody's hearing, you know, or doing anything about it. And I just find it hard to trust God in the midst of all this that's mm. going on. I feel like Chris and the others. I just don't want to be in California. Yeah. I just really don't want to be in this building. But I was nine months without a place to live, mm-hmm. and when this opportunity came up, I thought it was a good thing, but... Well, look, well, I just want to share with you something I've, I've been sharing lately is the only thing that's been helping me get through this coronavirus and all of this shutdown and all of, is knowing that we can rest in the Lord. God yeah. has it all in control. You know, the Lord told my wife and I many years ago that when things look like they're falling apart, mm-hmm. they're really falling in place. Things, nothing surprises God. Nothing, nothing gets you know, uh, gets past him, and things don't fall apart when he's in charge. Things fall in place Amen. according to his will. So Amen. even though things are fall, things seem like they're falling apart, God has a plan, and we can rest in Him, 
You know, is, and, and that doesn't mean we don't we don't we're not careful. That doesn't mean we don't show wisdom. That doesn't mean we don't use common sense. We do that, Patricia. We use our common sense and we we use wisdom uh, as God gives it. But we can rest in our assurance that God is in control. So, Father, I pray pray right now for Patricia, Lord. I pray for her circumstance and her situation. I pray, Lord, that you would protect her, that you would guide her, that you would lead her. Father, that you would send your army of angels to surround her with a hedge of protection, Lord, that nothing would be able to harm her, Father, but that you would protect her and that you would guide her, that you would lead her, Lord, and that you would encourage her, Lord. Lord, there's so much encouragement that's needed. That seems to be tonight what's needed by your people is encouragement to continue, encouragement to carry on, encouragement to go forward in your will, in your plan, because you have a plan for all of us, Lord. Lord, lead your people here in California. Lead your people here in the United States. Lead your people all over the world, Lord, to give you glory and honor, to shine through even coronavirus, Lord, and all the shutdowns and everything that's going on, Lord. Lord, I pray against what Satan might be trying to do. He is an adversary of your people, but you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and you have control over every circumstance and every situation. From Patricia to the rest of the world, Lord, you're in control. And I pray, Lord, that you would receive glory for all of your blessings that you will bestow upon all of your people, and especially Patricia. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. Good night, Patricia. Let's go back to the phone lines. And if you'd like to call in, the number is 888-995-5552. We're past the halfway point. We're 34, 35 minutes into the program. So if you'd like to call in tonight, get your call in, get your, get your prayer in, get your, your, your question in, your comment, whatever's on your mind tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hello, Eddie. Is Eddie there? Well, I'm going to put Eddie. There you go. It can... Are you there, Eddie? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. How how you doing? Well, I'm doing all right. So how can we pray for you tonight? Um, I just I had a prayer request. Um today well today and um I want to pray for my mom. She has a, a case of um this. Okay. Eddie, we've got a and, uh, re- we've got a really bad uh, connection here. You're kind of going in and uh, out. Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, go can ahead. You Do you want to pray for your mom? Yeah, she has a bad case of Alzheimer's. Okay. Her name's Mama. She knows the Lord, but um, she thought uh, when I went to see her today, she thought my birthday was next week, but mm-hmm. it was on the 25th, Saturday. Right. You know, so I told her, <laughs> so you know, I just want to pray that, that the Lord uh, heals it from her dementia. Amen. Well, what's your mom's name, Eddie? Mama. Okay. Well, Father, we pray, Lord, for Eddie's mom. We pray, Lord, that you would just clear her mind and give her, Lord, a sound mind. We pray for healing from this dreaded disease of Alzheimer's. So many, Lord, so many people are suffering from Alzheimer's. It's, it's such a terrible disease. I pray, Lord, your healing upon Eddie's mom. I pray, Lord, that she, when she sees him, that she would remember who he is and re- have all the memories of him growing up and all of their time spent together, Lord. 
I pray, Lord, for, like I said, a clear mind, uh, a clear understanding. I pray, Lord, for healing in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you. Uh, I, had one more, I had one more question. Sure. Um, do you believe in um, the perseverance of the saints? What do you mean by the perseverance of the saints? Well, I mean, I mean like eternal security. Oh, okay. <clears throat> okay, here's, here's what I believe about that. Um, I don't believe a Christian can lose his salvation, okay? But I believe that God never violates man's free will. And he gives a person the choice to continue and persevere or to walk away. I have known people that, uh, you know, that have walked away from their salvation, have walked away from Christ. Uh, it's not easy. It's not something that happens overnight. But I believe that because God is is sovereign and just, and 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 you know, he he doesn't he doesn't uh, force himself on anyone. Uh, I don't believe. You know, um, I don't agree. I shouldn't say I don't believe. I don't agree with many tenets of the of uh, of uh, of Calvinism. You know, I don't believe that grace is irresistible. I don't believe in uh, uh, the uh, limited atonement. I believe that Christ died for all the world. He died for everyone, you know, not just for those who would be saved. You know, he died that everyone would have the opportunity to be saved. So he died for all the world. Um, so you know, I believe. So I do believe that 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 Christians can be secure in their salvation. But Paul always puts the condition on. If we continue, if we persevere, if we continue in the Lord, he will protect us. He will keep us. No one can snatch us out of his hands, you know, but we can always, you know, man can always choose to leave the Lord. That's what apostasy is about, you know, turning away from your faith. And the Bible talks about apostasy, that there will be some who will turn away from their faith, whose love will grow cold for the Lord, you know. So God does uh, uh, give uh, man has given man a free will, and he never violates man's free will. So I believe that uh-huh. that while Christians persevere in their faith, there are also those who will walk away from their faith. You know, the the, the, the yeah, Book of Revelation talks a gri- about a great falling away. You know, so you uh-huh. know, so we need to you know uh, allow for, we need to understand that that is possible. But uh, I believe that somebody who's truly born again. I believe they're going to continue in their faith. They're going to continue serving the Lord and walking in the Lord. That doesn't mean we don't fall. It doesn't mean we don't stumble. But we always come back to the Lord. We always repent and seek God's grace and his mercy. Right. Is that why the Pentecostals believe in that you can lose your salvation? What's that? Is that why the Pentecostals believe you can lose your salvation? Are there other Pentecostal churches that believe you can lose? Well, I, I, don't think any, I don't think any church believes you can lose your salvation. I don't believe you yeah. can lose because you lose something you don't know you lost it, Eddie. You know, uh, salvation isn't like your keys or your cell phone. You know, you lose it and, you, and then you got to go look for it. You know, I don't believe you can lose your salvation. I believe you have to make yeah, a I conscious mean, choice to walk away from the Lord, yeah. and in that way, yeah. people can walk away from salvation. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks a lot, Sam. Okay. God bless, Eddie. God bless. And if you agree or disagree, let's talk. Number is 888-995-5552. We've got a full board, and we're continuing to take calls. Let's talk to, uh, let's see, Sanam. Hi, is this Sanam? 
Yes, is it Salam? Good morning. Hi, Salam. Good morning. How can we pray for you tonight? Um, so, first, I want a prayer for my mom, who's about going to be 90, but she's really fragile with advanced Alzheimer's. But she was talking, doing everything, but now I think the end is coming. I just don't mm-hmm. want her to suffer. And also, my daughter who's struggling with getting employment and settling down the last 10 years. Um, and then the family who is an attack by the devil right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then I also say I want a prayer for all the sick of because of the coronavirus and other pre existing conditions. And the seniors who are in the nursing home who are isolated, the first responders, the law enforcement members, healthcare providers, public servants, spiritual leaders, the parents, the homeless, and all struggling, the leaders. Amen. We all made a mistake. Amen. It's time to stop blaming one another, but start serving one another, work together to rebuild our family and society structure. At this time, we need to listen to each other, have compassion to one another as one big family, and forgive one another. Have a national volunteer movement led by Americans or Peace Corps. It's time to address issues that didn't let people excel. Why the system failed some, but not others. And each one of us to strive united. We defeat the virus, the enemy, and the devil. Time to go back to our roots. That means well, let's, well, let's, let's, care. Amen. Let's pray, Salam. Father, we come before you. And Lord, I thank you for Salam. I thank you for her desire to seek you for the for the needs of others. I pray for her 90-year-old mom, Lord, that she would not suffer. And if this is close to her time to, to be with you, to, to leave this world, I pray, Lord, your grace and your mercy and your your comforting angels upon her, Lord. So we pray for her mom for healing, Lord, whether it be in, in, in physical healing or whether it be a healing of taking her home to be with you. We pray for her mom. We pray for the daughter, Lord, who needs a job. Lord, we pray for the family and the spiritual attack. And we pray for all of the all of the needs that, that, that she mentioned, Lord, whether it be uh, healing from the coronavirus and those who are in uh, uh, nursing homes and the elderly, Lord, for our for our our, our leaders and, and governors and president, all that you mentioned, Lord, that we would get back to to loving each other and, and respecting each other and listening to each other. We pray for all of these requests, Lord, that you would be the God, that you are the God who blesses and bestows these blessings of prayer. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, God bless you, you Salam. Thank, Thank you. Nice talking to you. Bye. Thank you for calling in. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Ilani. Let's see. How do you pronounce your name, Ilani? Hello. Well, Elaine. Elaine. Sorry, just a little mix-up on the board here. Hi, Elaine. It's so Hi. it's such a pleasure to speak to you tonight. How can we help? Um, yes. Um, in the in the in the book of John, chapter sixteen, verse two, and then I wanted to drop down to verse four, um, with the Supreme Court ruling about churches. Mm-hmm. And in sixteen two, 
Jesus is speaking, and he says they should put, and that's us, out of the synagogue, yea, they will cometh at, cometh that who, no, I'm sorry, like my, my print, I can't read it. The time cometh that whosoever killeth, who will think that he doeth God's mm. service. And then in verse 4, it says that, he says, but these things I've told you, that when the time comes, you may remember that I told you of these right. things. So I think one of the problems with people now is that they really need to go back to their Bibles Amen. and read it. And because many things God has already told us, so that's why he can say, you know, don't be afraid. And if you have problems understanding it, then I think if you look at chapter um, John, chapter 14, 14, and Jesus says there that the Holy Spirit will teach you all things and bring those things to your remembrance, whoever, mm-hmm. whosoever I have said unto you. So I think if people take uh, the time to pray to the Holy Spirit, to pray to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, to teach the, the Word to you, then and uh, to open your ears and then your understanding, I think people can better understand and, and they won't have to fear, because at the end, he said, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. But the peace that he gives, he gives it to us. We don't just just have that peace. That's the world gives that peace. That's right. And, and I, you know, so yeah. I know that that my reason for saying it is that I think so many people are so surprised by this. But yeah, well, I'll tell it's you, not a surprise. it's not a surprise because Jesus said these things must happen. Uh, these things were yeah. going to happen, and like I said yeah. before, any informed Christian, while would be like today, I was um, saddened. You know, but I wasn't surprised at the court's ruling. You know, because the, Jesus said these things will happen. These things must happen. Matthew twenty four, the twenty fourth chapter talks about all the things that are, that are going to happen. He says, "But all these things are merely the beginning of birth pangs." Yeah. You know, we're yeah. we're we're in the end times. We're close to That's the rapture. Right. So these things are going to increase. These things are going to be get worse. You know, they're going to persecute the church. They're going to persecute Christians. I mean, just look at what, I mean, if you say you're a Christian, the next word that comes out of the person's mouth that's talking to you is going to say, you're a racist. So if you're a Christian, you're a racist. If you're a Christian, you're a bigot. If you're a Christian, you're intolerant. Well, you know, forgive me, but you're wrong. You know, uh, people, yeah, there are people and there are Christians that are intolerant, but not all Christians are intolerant. You know, Christians are, are Christianity is based on love, and grace, and forgiveness, and mercy, yeah. and knowing that we are all in the same uh, condition. We're all sinners who need a savior. And you know, uh, while we might hate the sin, you know, we love the sinners. You know, and yeah. Jesus teaches us that. You know, not to tolerate sin. You know, I don't have to tolerate sin. But I want to, I want to, I want to talk to the sinner, and I want to encourage people to come to the Lord and tell them that there's a God in heaven who loves them and who cares for them and wants to make their their life better, in a better, and I mean a bet in a better way of of relationship with Him. You know, Jesus said, "This is eternal life to know the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom He has sent." That's what it's all about, because we all live here. You know- Go ahead. I'm sorry. 
You know, I think what people need to understand, he said these are the beginning of sorrows. Mm -hmm. So we have listened, people, many people listen to the prosperity gospel, everything is going to be, you know, yeah. all of this and that. But he said there's going to be sorrows so people are disappointed. And because they haven't read, and I mean, yeah. you know, my thing is, read the word for yourself Amen. and see what he Amen. says. You know, the Otherwise, you're going to, that's why people are walking away, because yeah. they're looking for prosperity. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, the, thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you, Elaine. Thank you for calling in tonight. You're welcome. Bye bye. Right. Well, let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Gilbert. Hi, Gilbert. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Oh, thank you for answering my call. Appreciate it. How can we help tonight? I have a question and a comment. Okay. My question is why all the leaders from Christianity did not do anything against the evil. I live in California. I can see the, the sense evil is growing so fast, and all the leaders did not do anything. Well, what do you, well, let me ask you, what do you think they should be doing, Gilbert? What do, you well, think they're not, what do you think they're not doing that they should be doing? Okay. I believe the only Christian that do something is Donald Trump. I love Donald Trump. And I think he's the only one fighting for us. Mm. But God gave us a skill to everybody. I think God gave us a skill to me to be a soldier. Me, my friends, my cousins, my kids, they think things like me. So we should go outside, make a march mm -hmm. for millions of Christians and show the war. This is our land. God made this land for us. Mm. God is the king of the king. I'm a prince. I'm not anybody. I'm a royalty. So I'm going to fight for my land. But no more violence. Nothing like that. Mm -hmm. be, be outside all the Christians with the leaders in the front and show the war. Mm -hmm. You know, we are here. And this is our land. Right. That was my question yeah. and well, that was my comment. Well, I thank you for your question. I thank you for your comment. I'm glad I can. I, I understand more where you're coming from. But the leaders, the leaders of the churches have a commission from Jesus Christ. We have been told what to do. And he tells us in Matthew 28, 19, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I command you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Now that is the great commission from Jesus Christ to church leaders, to the pastors, to the disciples, to every Christian who walks on the face of the earth. We are to proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ and make disciples, teach, teach people to follow Jesus Christ. That's a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ. Now, there are many uh, places to do this, and I commend uh, our president for making Christianity, uh, 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 how can I say this, for caring so much about the church and about Christian rights. Um, and I know that he surrounds himself with, uh, with, with, Christ with great Christian leaders. I know Robert Jeffers is somebody he, he goes to often for prayer and for, for wisdom. And other great Christian leaders, we've seen them in the Oval Office. So there are men that are doing, standing up, there are leaders that are standing up for Christian rights. I mean, we've seen today uh, that uh, people are standing up in the Supreme Court 
standing for the church's right to have more than 50 people. But we were denied that right through a ruling of the Supreme Court. And hopefully uh, this will not be the end, but we'll, we'll continue to start to, to seek our rights as Christians to, to, to worship and serve God. But, uh, you know, I believe more can be done, and I believe more should be done. But I do believe that there. That I don't believe that there. That none of the leaders are doing anything. I believe that some leaders are standing for Christian rights, and we need to pray for for those in positions of authority to continue the work of Christ in high places. Okay. But thank I, you very much. Thank you, Gilbert. Thank you for your question. Thank you for your comment. Really, really Good night. appreciate thank it. You. Good night. Uh, let's go to our next caller. We've got a few minutes left. Uh, let's go to our next caller and talk to JT. Hi, JT. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sam. I know you don't have much time, so I'm just going to hopefully real get to the point there. So I appreciate your show, and you got some great callers talking about a lot of things. Yeah, really interesting tonight. People. Yeah. It is. I, I, I want to pray... Um, I think it's the current, not only the coronavirus, but the, these statues that people were tearing down, including mm. people like Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass and Ulysses Grant, none of whom were slave owners, which is absurd. And just you know, and and now, and these 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 terrible mayors, like the mayor of Portland, are letting these insurrections like mm-hmm. they had in Seattle, just the worst leaders I've ever seen, just terrible. And and I want to pray that that common sense prevails, and also. And finally, on the rapture, yourself, John MacArthur, Michael Youssef, there's so many good, Sandra Kennedy, um, uh, Ann Graham Lotz, there's so many good leaders, so many, Steve Wilburn, Greg Laurie, these men and women that talk about the the rapture, and they've done their homework on it, and John MacArthur was talking this week and giving a little thing that, don't worry, folks, if you're a believer, Jesus is not going to forget you, we're part of the body of Christ, right. and he is going to, he's going to evacuate us out of here eventually. And he made the point that the rapture is for when Jesus comes back for his church, whereas with the second coming comes back with his church. So there's little differentiations, differentiations between just one little word that shows the difference between the two events. So I'm going to pray for those things because I don't want to keep you from other people. I'm going to call in still for a few minutes left. You know? Well, thank you, J.T. Father, we come before you, Lord, and we pray about the rapture, that it would be soon and that it would be glorious, and that it would be amazing, Lord, just to be with you and to be in your presence. And I pray, Lord, that there would be a tremendous amount of people caught up in the rapture, Lord, that there would be so many. Lord, I pray about these end times. I pray for uh, an end to this coronavirus. I pray for wisdom for our leaders, whether whether they be in government or in the church, Lord. I pray for all the leaders, Lord, that they would lead according to your will and your purpose and your plan. And I pray about everything that, that JT mentioned, Lord. I just ask, Lord, that you, you who are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, you're in control, Lord. Have your way and do your will in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God Amen. bless you, JT. Thank you. Thanks bless for- you, too. Thanks for God bless you. You're welcome. Let's go back to the phone lines, talk to our last caller. Let's talk to Lupita. Hi, Lupita. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Pastor Sam. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm blessed. And I love you guys. You're my church right now. And and I, you know, I really see you. Like, I'm, I don't have a church right now, so this is my ministry right now. And, well, and I'm... I'm 
And so I'm really blessed and privileged, and my boys, they know about Pastor Sam and the church and everything. And uh, But I just I just wanted to know if you could please pray for my husband, because he has some things coming up at court, because, you know, he's incarcerated. Right. So if you could just... I'm praying for that. So if you could just pray with me and also for protection for my sons, mm. for me, for my family. Amen. Amen. Yes. Oh, Father, we pray for Lupita's husband, Lord, that all would go well according to your purpose and your plan for his life, that all, all would go well in the courts, and that, Lord, as he finds grace in your eyes, he would find grace in the eyes of the court. Lord, I just pray, Lord, that, that the work done in his life would be permanent for your glory, for your purpose, Lord, that everything would go well and that he would seek to serve you and be the man that you called him to be and the father and the husband, Lord, that you called him to be. I pray for, for Lupita's uh, sons, Lord, that you would bless them and that you would cause them to grow in the grace and the knowledge of who you are, your love, your grace, and your mercy. <coughs> and we pray for Lupita, Lord, that you would protect her, bless her, and just continue to work in her life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, God, thank you, Pastor. We love you guys. God bless you, Lupita. We love you too. Good night. Okay, thank you. Good night. Well, you know, Lupita said that uh, right now this is her church, and uh, I hope a lot of you feel that way, but don't let this be your only church. You know, today is Sunday, and I encourage you to, uh, to look up a church on KKLA. Uh, if you can't be physically in church, then I encourage you to look up the uh, church uh, directory at kkla.com and look for a church that's streaming live services. Pastor Walter Hofflin will be on uh, this morning at 10.30 a.m. You can watch him as he preaches and preaches the word and brings the gospel to us. Uh, go to thehillschurch.org or thehillschurcharcadia.org. Just, just Google the Hills Church Arcadia and you'll be able to watch Pastor Walter. Uh, if you go to kkla.com, you'll see the live streaming directory. There are so many churches that are uh, streaming their services in the morning and the afternoon. But make sure you're a part of church. So God bless you. I hope you'll pray about uh, writing us. Uh, we're at, uh, you can write to the Gypsy Christian Hour at P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. I want to thank those of you who have written to us already, and I pray that many more of you will uh, pray about supporting us here at KKLA. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. We're running out of time. This is uh, We're all out of time for this edition of the Gypsy Christian Hour, but uh, God willing, we'll be here next week bringing, bringing the gospel and bringing prayer into your homes. So, gentlemen, we make us to God bless you and good night.